Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Friday. We're set for the weekend. Welcome in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 for this Friday, February 9th. We're going to open up our text line in just a few minutes for you. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We don't have Marshall baseball. We don't have Marshall basketball this weekend. We do have... Marshall tennis on Sunday. We do have Marshall softball to talk about today. We've got that. And, of course, there's track and field happening this weekend at Marshall as well. But basketball, we got to wait because it's the Max Sunbelt Challenge that's coming up this weekend. And Marshall has declined to participate because Marshall has its own Max Challenge every year with the schedule. What do you think? You think Marshall should ditch the school's on the Mid-American Conference side of the schedule and just participate in this? Or would you just schedule the teams that you want to play in the Mid-American Conference? doesn't matter what the net is, anything like that. We're going to schedule Ohio every year. We're going to schedule maybe Toledo, maybe Akron. Whatever team we want to play, we'll just go ahead and schedule that. You can have your little Mac Sunbelt Challenge. We'll be good. We're going to take this Saturday off. You guys have a fun time playing the Mac Sunbelt Challenge. We'll just take a few days off, get better, rest up a little bit, get set for the final push into the conference tournament season. I think Marshall's doing the right thing here. Honestly, it's not a bad idea for the rest of the Sun Belt, except for Marshall, since Marshall already has a connection with Mac schools and has Marshall and Ohio on the schedule every year and, and just about every year, and it should be on the schedule every year. I'd like to see you know, Marshall make sure that that happens every single year in all sports. doesn't matter what it is. Marshall and Ohio should play in everything always. I just like the matchup, and maybe you can get Miami back on the schedule as well. I'd like to see Miami on the schedule. In basketball, I would like to see Marshall and the Red Hawks. Bring that one to Huntington. Let's do that one. Do you have an actual Mac school you like? to see Marshall play, is there one or two? Is there a matchup you think, hey, I would like to have that back on the schedule. I think that would be good. Or are you still, I'm done with the Mac. Are you in that attitude, that mode of of living? So we'll open up text line for you this hour. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. As I alluded to, we don't have basketball, but of course there's softball action going on. They're taking on Penn State right now. Last time I checked, it was uh, two apiece, Marshall and Penn State. Earlier today, Marshall got the win over Michigan State, one nothing. First career win for Coach Morgan Zirkel. So she gets her first win as a coach and in the Marshall dugout. So the Thundering Herd, thankfully, got that over with early, and now we can just move on to the rest of the season. But they're taking on Penn State right now, and 
And last check, it was two apiece. And, of course, tennis, as I alluded to, they were in action earlier today. 6-1 win over Louisville. So off to a good start this weekend. Of course, track and field, the Marshall Invitational is taking place tonight at 6 o'clock. And so that's pretty much it. That's our Marshall weekend when it comes to softball. We've got that going on. We've got tennis. We've got track and field. Just waiting for baseball now to finally get underway. Waiting for basketball to resume. Both the men and the women are off. And, you know, more so for the men than the women. I know the women, that schedule's not usually Mac-loaded. There's not that, hey, let's see Marshall and Ohio in women's basketball. You should. You should always have those types of matchups. I'd almost like to see the Marshall women on the road in Athens the same time that the men are playing host to Ohio and then switch that. Just make that an annual game where Marshall's playing in Athens, either men's or women's, and then if the women are playing, the men are home. If the men are on the road, the women are in their own gym playing. I don't know if that's feasible. I don't know if you can do that with the schedule. I don't know if the programs want to do that, but I think that would be cool. And play for a cup in basketball. You play for the bell. That's a trophy in football. Not that exciting of a trophy, but it's a trophy nonetheless you play for. I would do something in basketball. I'd have a traveling trophy for both the men and the women. Try to really make this basketball rivalry something a little bit more interesting. Not that it isn't interesting already, but I would have something that would be a traveling trophy for both. Just give it a little bit more pizzazz a little bit. I think that would be fun. Wouldn't you want to see that? A trophy between Marshall and Ohio and basketball, especially basketball. I think it would mean more in basketball for me than it would for football, to be honest with you, because they see each other more often. And then you could do something different for the women as well. So we'll get your thoughts on that. And again, our text line is open all show. We've got an open show for you today. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And of course, this weekend, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of Super Bowl 58. We go on the air 2 p.m. on Sunday with Super Bowl preview. And then at 3 o'clock, we'll have Super Bowl Insider And then the Super Sunday pregame show will kick off at 4 o'clock. And then the game broadcast for Super Bowl 58 takes place at 5 o'clock. And we've got all of that coming up on Sunday right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner will have the call. I know some of you are not big fans of either Jim Nance or Tony Romo. And so if you're not a fan of Nance and you're not a fan of Romo, We've got the better coverage anyway. Mike Golick's going to be on the sideline. Studio hosts are much better than what you get on TV. You don't have to fool with some of the nonsense you get at halftime. We've got the better platform for you. Of course, you're going to want to watch the game, and that's fine. But turn the TV audio off. Have the radio on. You can have the radio on as background for the TV broadcast, you're going to be home with your friends anyway, right? What's your Super Bowl plans going to look like? Big party? Just you? If it's a big party, you know, throw the radio on. You guys are going to be talking anyway all throughout the broadcast. 
Do people get together and do Super Bowl parties anymore? It's not the same, is it? I mean, the Super Bowl commercials aren't exactly exciting these days. There are a few. And those get released sometimes ahead of time. You can see those on YouTube now. If you Google Super Bowl commercials, Super Bowl 58 commercials, I'm sure you'll see a lot of them. Not that many surprises. So is the Super Bowl party, is that still a thing? I really haven't fooled with that in years, so I don't know if anyone else is still doing it as well. Now, of course, a few years ago, you know, I had the pizza and everything ready to go because the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, but that was the Bengals. Now we've got the 49ers and the Chiefs, and we'll talk a little bit more about that game coming up. The Chiefs and the 49ers, they've only met one time in postseason history. And you know what that was. That was the Super Bowl a few years ago, and Kansas City won that one. And, of course, here's the interesting factoid. I'll leave you with this before we hit the break. The one thing that is important for the 49ers to try to win this game is if 49ers win this game, they're in their eighth Super Bowl. That's tied second most at NFL for Super Bowl appearances. The 49ers can tie New England and Pittsburgh for most Super Bowl wins with six with a victory. So this is an important Super Bowl for the 49ers, trying to get back to where the 49ers used to be. 49ers used to be that team. The Cowboys haven't been that team in a long time, but the Cowboys would ever get to the Super Bowl and win it it could reestablish itself as that team. But right now, the 49ers used to be that team. And then Pittsburgh picked up a couple more Super Bowl wins, and New England went on its run. So this is an important one for the 49ers to try to get that sixth Super Bowl, put them among the elite as far as franchises right now with five Super Bowl victories, two of them of which uh, I don't want to talk about ever again. And then, of course, the Chiefs coming into this one with four Super Bowl victories. The first one in 1960, the second one in 1969. we got to go back a ways to see the uh, championships for the Chiefs before they got hot as 2019 and 2022, the more recent Super Bowl victories for Kansas City. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. It's an open show for you. You have an opportunity now to steer the direction of today's conversation. We'll open that up for you when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Updating softball, Marshall's in action against Penn State. Marshall at one point led this one 2-0. Penn State has scored five unanswered. After three, Penn State leads 5-2. Hopefully the herd can come back in this one. Still plenty of softball to be played. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. So what are we doing this weekend? Of course, we've got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, so that's going to occupy our time. Saturday, we don't have a Marshall basketball game at all. We don't have the men, we don't have the women, but instead, there are opportunities for you to watch basketball 
the Sunbelt Basketball Challenge with the Mid-American Conference. So here's how this works. And we'll start with the men. The men were on the road in the first round of the MAC Sunbelt Challenge. So now the Sunbelt Conference will host 12 Mid-American Conference schools. There's 11 games on Saturday, and then there's going to be one more on Sunday afternoon. You don't play on Sunday. You don't play Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. What are you doing? You don't play on Sunday. That's against the rules. You don't play on Sunday. Well, it's happening. There's a game on Sunday. You know the the poor fan base that's got to decide, hey, am I, am I going to try to deal with missing the Super Bowl? And that's Bowling Green at Louisiana. And that's going to be a 3 o'clock game. So probably what's going to happen is this game's going to be over maybe by 5 or so. And depending on what traffic is going to look like there, you might get home in time to watch the game. But if you're going to play that, play that at noon. Here's the breakdown. Here's how it matches up. And how this works is the leagues are trying to match up, based on net, the best matchup. So it's based on the current net rankings. The best matchup is going to be James Madison against Akron. And that's going to be nationally televised at 6 p.m. on ESPN 2. The Dukes have the top net at 62, and Akron has the max top net at 86. So that's how that's going to break down. So you're going to have the top net team in the Sun Belt face against the top net team in the MAC, and then you're going to go down the list. Probably that matchup and the other matchup that's going to be exciting to watch at 1 p.m. will be App State playing host to Toledo. The Mountaineers are 11-0 on their home court this year. They're 81st in the net, and Toledo's 125 in the net. App State is good. They lead the nation in blocks per game. They're third in field goal percentage defense, sixth in rebounding, seventh in fewest fouls committed. They're 34th in scoring defense. They have four scorers averaging over 12 points a game this season. I could go on. But the top teams in the Sun Belt net ranking better than the top teams in the Mid-American Conference. App State's also receiving votes in both the AP Top 25 and the USA Today Coaches Poll. App State ranks number four in the collegeinsider.com mid-major top 25. James Madison is number eight on that list. So it feels like the top teams are going to benefit more from the Mid-American Conference side for playing better opponents. So I think Toledo... And Miami are probably going to get a bigger boost. And, of course, the game coming up against James Madison and Akron. So those are going to be big matchups. But this is how it runs down. You know the top two. And it's going to be, as I mentioned, Miami's taking on Georgia State. 
It'll be Central Michigan at Old Dominion. Western Michigan will be at Southern Miss. Northern Illinois at South Alabama. Buffalo's at Georgia Southern. Eastern Michigan is at ULM. Ohio takes on Arkansas State. I never thought I'd see that matchup. Ohio and Arkansas State. Kent State's at Troy. Ball State's at Texas State. Akron's at James Madison. And Bowling Green is at Louisiana. So those are your participants in this MAC Sunbelt Challenge. The only two that are not in this, of course, Marshall is one of them. The other one is Coastal Carolina. So those two are not in this challenge. Now, on the women's side, Marshall's really good right now. And I'm sure that the MAC would have loved to have faced Marshall on the women's side. I'm sure that the league would have loved to have had Marshall in this the way it's going this year. The Sun Belt better on the women's side than the men's side in the first go-around. And the women are on the road. Now, the men, they need to win eight games if they want to win this challenge. The women have an opportunity. If the women can do what they did the first time around, they'll win this challenge. But as far as the men's concerned, the men have got to win eight. They want to win this challenge. Here are the matchups. Because the Sun Belt and the women's side, nine and three advantage. And the men's side, seven and five. So they got to win eight games. The women have just got to win out or get four more. If the women get four victories, they'll get the they'll get the challenge belt. I guess that's what they're giving away. I guess that's. I'm not sure what the trophy looks like. I, I, that I'm curious about. So I'm gonna have to investigate that one. I'm be honest with you. I don't know what the the trophy looks like for this thing. How this works. Here's what it looks like as far as the schedule is concerned for the women. First up, it's going to be ULM and Toledo. That's going to be at 12 o'clock on Saturday. Old Dominion's at Kent State. South Alabama's at Eastern Michigan. Texas State's at Ohio. Louisiana is at Central Michigan. Georgia State is at Miami of Ohio. Troy is at Bowling Green. Arkansas State is at Akron. Southern Miss is at Buffalo. Georgia Southern's at Northern Illinois. And App State is at Western Michigan. And then on Sunday, it's going to be James Madison and Ball State. That's going to be nationally televised on CBS Sports Network. The rest of these games are going to be in ESPN+. You think Marshall should be in this thing? What do you think? You think Marshall should be in this thing right now? I mean, James Madison's the top team in the net of teams participating. Ball State, 81st in the net. James Madison, 104. You think Marshall should have been in this thing on the women's side? Now, of course, if you're going to do the 
the Max Sunbelt Challenge, you can't have one without the other. You can't have the women participate without the men. You got to have this be even. So there's probably going to be a rotation. You know, Marshall might not avail itself to this. And I don't think that's a bad decision the way the schedule is currently. But in the future, would you adjust your schedule so you could be part of this? Just take a chance and face off against this Mac school that you align with. Or would it be better that Marshall do exactly what it's doing right now? And that's just not be in this challenge whatsoever. Instead of worrying about this thing, do what Marshall's doing. Marshall's worrying about itself. Now, it doesn't hurt you as far as the conference standings are concerned. That's one thing that's good about it. So you pause conference play and you go and play this game. You win, great. Might help you in your net. If you lose, okay, it doesn't hurt us in conference standings, but then you got to get right back into conference play. For Marshall, you're taking off a few days. You can work on yourself. Kim Caldwell squad is going to keep the same schedule. I'm sure Dan's going to have a, a similar schedule as well as far as routine, trying to get better. I like the concept, but I like it without Marshall. Now, if this was something else, a different challenge, maybe – a different part of the year, maybe you would have just a challenge with a different conference. Then maybe Marshall would be more inclined to participate. But being the Max Sunbelt Conference matchup doesn't make sense for the Thundering Herd. Would a matchup with a different league, would that one be possible? Could the Sunbelt work its way in a matchup with the American because right now, the only thing that logically makes sense would be the Mid-American Conference. Conference USA doesn't logically make sense for this. The American, I think, would make sense. But would it benefit the American? This is the MAC and the Sun Belt trying to improve. I don't know if you can pull this off right now, where the Sun Belt's at as far as it's standing in the basketball community. With the Mid-American Conference to pull this off, that's not a bad idea. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. From the text line, texter wants to know, why isn't Marshall or Coastal Carolina in the Sunbelt MAC Challenge? Well, for Marshall, it's an easier explanation. You look at Marshall's schedule. Marshall already playing teams from the Mid-American Conference. And I think that's going to continue. For Coastal Carolina, I believe they were in the Myrtle Beach Classic. And there's also a reason why you don't see all the Sunbelt teams participating. It's because Mid-American Conference has 12 members. The Sunbelt has 14 members. And so you're going to have a rotation, I'm sure, every year of teams that are not going to participate and teams that are going to participate. And I think with Marshall, the basketball schedule already features more Mid-American Conference teams. And that's just something that's natural for the Thundering Herd. Marshall already played Miami of Ohio. I like that matchup. It needs to happen more. Marshall played Ohio. I like that matchup. 
needs to happen more. Marshall played Toledo. I like that matchup. Needs to happen more. And, of course, Marshall playing in the Cayman Islands Classic and trying to improve its schedule in different ways, play Kentucky this year. I don't think that it's really what Marshall wants to do as a basketball program to to schedule three non-conference games with schools from the American Conference, schools you have relationships with, and then add two more random matchups. Because you might get the matchup that you previously played. You might play Ohio again, and I don't know if Marshall wants to do that. Or you might play a school that maybe just doesn't make sense for Marshall on the schedule. Of course, you're traveling to one of these, and you're going to play host to one of these. So which school would you avoid if you were Marshall, what school would you want to avoid if you're trying to schedule? And, of course, you, know, you don't get the opportunity to actually schedule your matchup. It happens based off of net ranking. So you look at this breakdown, and you have Toledo, Miami, Central Michigan, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois, Buffalo, Eastern Michigan, Ohio, Kent State, Ball State, Akron, Bowling Green, that's a matchup. You could also possibly match up with a team that you faced off against previously. I mean, that's that's the danger of this. That's absolutely the danger. You played Toledo, you played Ohio, you played Miami. They're some of the top teams. You have Buffalo, you have Akron, Bowling Green, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan, Kent State, Ball State. I mean, is there a particular school that you want to see the herd play again? And I think if there is, you probably schedule it non-conference because some of those schools make sense, especially the ones that I just listed that Marshall already played. If you go down Coastal Carolina's schedule, Coastal Carolina and the Myrtle Beach Invitational played Wichita State, College of Charleston, and Furman. So a little little nice mix-up there of schools. I don't think that Coastal wanted to have anything to do with this schedule. I mean, let's look at Coastal's schedule this year. Those three I mentioned, North Carolina Central, USC Upstate, had Winthrop on the schedule, St. Andrews, Wofford, College of Charleston again, North Carolina A&T, and then you get into Sunbelt play. I don't know if I'm exactly excited for the matchups beyond the fact that I'm familiar with Mac schools. There's not an exciting matchup truly in this. You look at it and you go, okay, maybe the Toledo Matchup, that one. Appalachian State, I'm interested in that one. Probably because of the fact that it's a couple of good basketball teams. So I might be interested in that one. But on a Saturday where I don't have a Marshall game, I don't know if I'm randomly just flipping the dial going, okay, let me check out some of this. If I'm a casual fan. Now, if I'm a fan of those schools, I'm obviously going to tune in. But if I'm just casually looking for a basketball game on a Saturday, I don't know if I'm tuning in. This is more of a scheduling alliance. This is more of a 
let's figure out how to improve basketball for both these leagues. And so you have the scheduling alliance. Remember Conference USA with that pod system a few years ago? That was absolutely horrendous. It was terrible. And I'm glad Marshall's not in a system like that anymore with the pod schedule. That was not fun. I thought for a second, okay, I'll think about it. I'll give it an opportunity. No, not what it was all cracked up to be. And so this is maybe the best thing to do. If you're trying to boost the net, you're trying to boost how the league is perceived, you're trying to become more than a one-bid league. And I don't know if that's possible right now. Possibly Akron and James Madison will move the needle a little bit, and that's the marquee matchup. So you could look at maybe James Madison and Appalachian State, possibly with good shots at a bid right now in this league, possibly. Troy, possibly. Troy might win the tournament the way that they played. At the end of the day, it's a good experiment. Let's continue it. Let's see what happens here. But I don't think... Marshall or the Sunbelt are ever going to be in a league right now where you're getting multiple bids on a yearly basis. There might be that one or two seasons where, okay, you got more than one bid in. But the, the college football landscape reshaping everything, and I don't know what's going to happen for basketball. It's really about football right now, but with basketball – I don't know what the landscape's going to look like. And, of course, the NIT as well. I mean, that's completely blown. No longer will there be a spot automatically given to a regular season conference winner. Instead, the NIT is looking for the best matchups it can possibly get after the NCAA takes its matchups and its teams and puts those teams together. Is there another league, though, that the Sun Belt could partner up with and make it a little bit more interesting? And I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, this is a pretty good scheduling arrangement as far as convenience. Not too many schools are going to have to travel out of, you know, out of their way to take on another team. And imagine, what if, what if Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee could have got its collective act together. And then you could have seen Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky in the Mid-American Conference instead of Conference USA, and then you'd have 14 and 14. Marshall would then have to be in this thing. The only thing saving Marshall right now is the fact that the MAC has 12 schools and the conference has 14. So there's two teams that are going to be out every year, and I'm sure Marshall might eventually have to be in this thing, but... If Marshall keeps scheduling non-conference foes like Ohio, Toledo, Akron, pick a random Mac school, I don't think Marshall's going to be in this thing. And I'm actually grateful that Marshall's not in this thing because right now I'd rather see Marshall work on Marshall and get healthy, rest up a little bit, focus on fundamentals both on the men's and women's side than playing in this thing. I actually think this is a blessing in disguise for the Thundering Herd. I don't know if Marshall's going to come back strong. I'm not going to be that delusional. But at the same time, 
this is where I want to see Marshall at right now. I want to see Marshall with the day off. Work on some things. Work on fundamentals. Work on fine-tuning. Work on trying to, as Dan said, they were soft, not come out soft. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Thanks for the text, texter. Appreciate you getting that started. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Three zero four three nine six talk is our text line to be a part of today's edition of the drive here in ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. It's been a strange, strange few days without Marshall basketball. We're just sitting and waiting. Of course, the Sun Belt Mac Challenge coming up tomorrow and Sunday. That should be interesting for those of you looking for your basketball fix. And of course, coming up on Sunday as well, we've got it for you: Super Bowl fifty eight, the Chiefs. Looking for another win. Looking for another win. Chiefs have four championships. You got to go back to 1964. The Chiefs have its run. 1969, they, they got a Super Bowl win. So if you look at how the Chiefs have got there, they're looking for their fourth Super Bowl win. But they have four championships. You count the one in 1960, and then, of course, you get into the Super Bowl era, and they have three Super Bowls, whereas the 49ers are looking for a record-tying sixth Super Bowl victory to tie New England and Pittsburgh. And Of those two franchises that I mentioned, I don't think either one of them will have an opportunity at a seventh Super Bowl anytime soon. San Francisco probably has the better shot of getting it sixth and then maybe seventh. It's going to be interesting to see the matchup on Sunday between Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. And, of course, we're all going to be keeping an eye on Travis Kelsey. And, of course, the television broadcast will be keeping an eye on Taylor Swift. And I know that there is a outpouring of hate for that actual actual partnership between the NFL and the camera loving Taylor Swift. Do you really hate this? That the Super Bowl is probably going to receive that much more of a push because Travis Kelsey is in a relationship with Taylor Swift and that's just been something that and there are a couple media outlets that are actually going just to cover that. Entertainment outlets especially, but there are entertainment outlets that are covering the Super Bowl for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And the NFL's laughing all the way to the bank. Because they have got a built-in new audience. You're talking about trying to improve the demographics, trying to young the sport up a little bit, get more people at a younger age involved. Here it is. There are people for the first time ever probably tuning in. I mean, there's always somebody for the first time ever tuning in, but there are people that would not ever dare to tune in. They're tuning in now to see Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs. And yet, I've got to root for them because I'm not rooting for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not doing it. 
I can't. Even though for the most part of the year, I was pulling for the San Francisco 49ers because I had, I had Debo as my wide receiver. I had select 49ers on my team, so I needed points. Fantasy football, that was the only reason why I even entertain rooting for the 49ers. But when it comes to actual Super Bowl, I can't do it. And it's not because, well, you know what its reason is. You know the reason it is. Yeah, the Bengals lost to the 49ers twice in the Super Bowl. I am not pulling for the 49ers ever. Not going to do it. And I don't care the opponent. It could be the Pittsburgh Steelers on the other side, and I'm not pulling for the 49ers. It could be the Baltimore Ravens pulling for them. Over the 49ers. I'm not going to do that. It could be the Cleveland Browns. If the Cleveland Browns were facing the San Francisco 49ers, I would root for the Cleveland Browns over the San Francisco 49ers. So I guess you know who I'm rooting for this weekend. That's going to be, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, a one-time arrangement, a one-time thing. After it's over, I'll go back to being annoyed with the rest of the NFL. I only root for one team, and that's, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. And then it's baseball season. For some, it's already baseball season. By the way, speaking of baseball and, of course, softball, Thundering Herd right now still trailing, taking on Penn State. And Marshall led early in this one. Then Penn State came back. And at the moment, I'm trying to get you the updated score just to have the, the accurate one. Penn State leads after four, five to two over Morgan Zirkel squad. Marshall earlier in the day getting the victory over Michigan State, one nothing. It was a complete shutout. Sydney Bickle perfect in that game, three for three. Hopefully the herd can rally and get this one going. But I'm not saying it's a bad start for Marshall softball, but they've got some potential. They're playing some tough opponents. They played Penn State, and they have played FAU. They played Michigan State. They're playing a really tough schedule these first few games, and I think they're going to be better for it. Our text line for the rest of the show and for next week is going to be 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I do check it from time to time when we're off the air. Also, of course, you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul Swan. I'll be there all weekend long as we get set for Super Bowl 58. And again, we begin our coverage 2 o'clock on Sunday right here on ESPN, 94.1 at AM 930 with Westwood One's coverage of Super Bowl 58. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll have the game broadcast. Looking forward to it. And you can catch it wherever you're at in the Tri-State because we're going to be broadcasting our coverage on all of our Kinder Communication stations. That means 93.7 The Dog. That means 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. That means Big Buck Country 101.5. That means 97.9 The River. Also will be on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we've got you covered for the Super Bowl. So if you can't be home to watch it with your family or 
you just prefer to listen to it on the radio, we've got you covered. Kevin Harlan, the best in the business. He'll be calling the game for us on this very Sunday. We're out of time. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show or you want to go back, we had some good stuff earlier in this week. You can go back to our podcast and download that. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. We've got some good stuff there for your listening pleasure if you missed anything earlier in the week. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back at it Monday and actually have Marshall to get back into again. I, I, I like the fact that Marshall's off, but I hate it also. Because we've got to wait a week. It's worse than football. At least we got stuff coming up throughout the week with football as we get ready for a game. For basketball, it's like seven days of it's like radio silence. What can you what can you really say? So we'll be back at it. Marshall will be back in action early next week. And we'll have those games for you right here on 93.7 and ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great weekend, everyone. W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.